Welcome to the Skin Philosophy Edit with your host, myself, Anna-Louise Kenny. I'm here to bring to you the knowledge and skills to level up your business. We are speaking to industry experts across the industry to make sure that you're getting your knowledge in skincare, equipment, ingredients, and everything else you need to make sure you have the best of your business. Welcome to Back to Skin Philosophy Edit with myself, Anna Louise, and today we have Ella Gordon, who is the owner of My Skin Story, which also she has a clinic, but also a huge online presence. So we're very lucky to have her here to chat everything about aesthetics and skin, basically today. So welcome, Ella. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So if we start at the beginning, what, like, what made you get into this industry or what was the process? So the process for me, I actually wanted to get in the, into the industry doing makeup. So that was kind of always a dream to be a makeup artist. At the time, makeup wasn't very popular then. So I ended up trying to look for a course, which actually ended up being um, a course that you have to be 18 to take. So obviously leaving school yeah. at the age of 15, 16, I kind of had this two-year gap. Like, okay, well, what can I do in the interim? before I'm 18 and I can actually do the makeup course that I wanted to do. So obviously doing a beauty course hand in hand, it goes there. So I thought obviously I could do my level two and level three beauty leaving school. And um, it would kind of tide me over until I was able to do that makeup course when I was 18. So that was kind of the journey that I started on. And to be brutally honest, I never really give too much cares about getting into the beauty industry. It was literally just solely. Me. <laughs> I know exactly I was the exact same there was no but once I was in it I was like oh my god I love this and I love how I make people feel after it but yeah getting into it was like oh yeah it's just one of those things (laughs) yeah falling into it as a makeup artist and then and that was kind of what I did yeah until I was struck with the age of 21 and I thought wow this is something that obviously has affected me and through my own journey and through my own process of trying to discover the root cause of my skin, it kind of took me full circle to then obviously come and retrain and do so much extra training into obviously the skin industry and coming back full circle, yeah. And I know because I know there is such a thing about extra training because like you and I both will know from beauty qualifications, you get limited education on skin, like very limited. I walked out of beauty and I didn't have a clue about acne or pigmentation or anything like that. Like just it wasn't covered in the full beauty. So what kind of courses did you do to kind of advance your information? Yeah, so I then did like brand specific training because yeah. um, I obviously knew that beyond the basic regular facials that you get taught in college, you want to then do more modern types of training. Obviously, things like chemical peels, they weren't a thing when I was training um, in college and microneedling and those more advanced type treatments that we um, see and commonly use today. But then beyond that, because I really wanted to really specialise in acne, I really thought outside the box. So I started to look at other like holistic practitioners, people that were in more of like the health space and started to look at, yeah, the diet side of things, the lifestyle side of things and the nutrition and those types of things in terms of like supplements. So it wasn't necessarily the training that I then went into was more beauty standard specific training. It was, as I say, kind of thinking outside that box of 
okay, well, where can I find somebody in a space that is able to kind of give me the information that I need to put two and two together so I can then obviously, yeah, further help customers and clients. Yeah. And okay, so say when you were going through that acne experience, because a lot of people have this, I have dry skin. So my skin is more on the premature aging rather than suffering with the acne. But a lot of people suffer with acne. So you said it was around 2021. So it was more hormonal then or did you find like looking back on it, it was more got to do with diet or hormones or how did you find like that journey was? So looking back now, knowing what I know yeah. now, it was obviously a combination of everything. I mean, what do most people do at the age of 21? They don't care. They're out. They don't really care about what they're putting into the body. They're partying. They're having like a completely different lifestyle with somebody like I live now. Um, but combine that with the different types of oral contraceptives that I was on, going to and from different types as well. Um, being advised by GPs, okay, this one's better for your skin, try this one, but having fluctuations in my weight and my mood. So again, going on and off different types, trying the antibiotic, which obviously really coincided with things like foot health. But even the contraceptives of, um, you know, the ones when you go on holiday and you are due on your period, so you take them temporarily oh, yeah. for the week to pause your cycle uh, until you get back crazy. Like even things like that, they were things that I was taking at that moment in time. So yeah, if I was to look back, I would definitely say it was a combination of terrible diet, poor lifestyle, and just a concoction, different types of prescriptive medications that I thought were actually helping my skin, when in fact they were more of a hindrance. Yeah, it is. Like I really do think that when you are on going on contraceptive especially at a young age that there is more of a consultation like there is a more of a sit down analysis of maybe hormones what you're at at the moment how you know it it's it, I've actually just gone through this where I've actually gone back on something that I was on when I was a teenager not teenager when I was like 19 till 25 or whatever and then it makes much more sense because all these side effects came back up and at the time I didn't even Re, like I didn't take it into account but it would have changed my life so much if I'd known this was some of the side effects that I was on for contraceptive and if I wasn't on it then I maybe hadn't gone through that and having a consultation yeah. with a doctor is so important that doctors do that yeah yeah it's crazy because I do look back and I think god if I hadn't have done x y and z would I have been in the position that I was at 21? Yeah. Maybe not. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then um, you started getting into the more the acne side and then you started doing the treatments. So when you started, say, treating for acne, what are the first treatments you went for? What What do you love? Like, obviously, chemical peels is amazing, but which brands are you loving? You know, what do you find best results with? So I took on a brand called Circadia, which is an American brand, and uh, because I found that that range kind of everything. Obviously, when you think about acne, it doesn't discriminate against age. So you've got your teenage acne clients, but then you've also got your clients that are in the twenties, clients that are in the thirties, and in the forties. And I just that brand has such an array of different peels, strengths of peels, but even things. Circadia have one of my favourite ones specifically for teenagers but also for clients who have really severe like active acne and um, that have probably compromised their skin barrier with all these different types of products and things like that that they just throw at it attack is better right yeah. and it's not yeah so when it's really really sensitive 
active coenzyme fuel from Tadia is amazing because obviously it's an enzyme fuel so it's not as harsh as what a chemical peel is and that cocoa content in it is really um, calming and anti-inflammatory yeah so that's kind of like the first treatment that I absolutely fell in love with out of their range because it was like the gap that I was kind of missing within clinics um, and then team that with things like Dermalux LED it was just like the beautiful combination of me not wanting to turn somebody away because I feel like a chemical peel would be much harsher but still kind of bridging that gap between wanting to actually calm that inflammation as well yeah yeah it is it's it's a highly uh, people don't really think about it that it's highly underestimated how repairing the barrier during acne helps acne so much it's a huge part of it and so now with your clinic so you started the clinic then how did you build up that presence within the clinic was it because you're huge on instagram you have a huge following was it through the instagram first because we have a lot of people that are listening that are setting up and it's a big challenge to set up a business and get clients in what would you say helped you during that time yeah i would definitely say having that presence on social media which i built up even before getting into actual skin and yeah. that being my career literally when i was um still doing makeup and that presence had been brought to social media at a time when social media isn't what it is now and i was kind of one of those first people that was ever posting makeup less selfies and talking about my acne and being really open about my journey so obviously from building um that presence i've kind of built that trust um from loyal followers and i've grown that um, platform really organically by talking about my own journey and being really really open about kind of my experience and then obviously off the back of that then being more open about kind of how I was training and I was going back into the industry and everything that I had learned along my journey I'd kind of gone right okay I've made the mistakes I know what's right and I now know what's wrong yeah and then just by building it and kind of transitioning it from more of an influencer's profile of talking about my experience to more of a business profile that was just like a really easy transition for me and like the next steps of how I wanted to progress with my Instagram. So it was kind of quite a seamless um, progression really, which was, uh, yeah, quite nice because I know nowadays setting up social media and trying to find your place within social media as well as a business can be quite difficult. And whereas like I say, yeah, building it up from a personal experience just made people engage with me a little bit more because I was a person behind that Instagram. It wasn't of the business yeah yeah but it is very very hard to put your face on the camera that's like it it's it's daunting you know the more you do it the more there's a comment from someone or other about something or other you know you're kind of intimidating but it you have to do it yeah and it's funny because people will look at me now and look at my social media and they'll be like oh my god you're so good in front of the camera and believe me I was never good in front of the camera I remember the first time I ever posted a video talking to the camera and I was terrified like absolutely terrified I wouldn't even want to watch it back now because I'd be super embarrassed I was probably like stuttering and couldn't get my words out probably made no sense whatsoever but it is just kind of that practice makes perfect right so it's it's like over the years now since starting that social media in 2016 you just build up the courage to be able to just jump online and, and speak in front of an audience or such and actually in some ways it's a little bit easier because 
you've not got people actually still in front of you. Whereas I feel like now if I ever do like a live talk in front of a, a, a group of people, it's so much more terrifying than just picking up my phone and having a conversation with literally a blank screen. Oh, like I, I hate when my phone rings. I'm like, oh, what, what do I do with this? Like, God, I have to answer it. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's it's getting it. It is the whole online thing getting online. But people kind of have to just take a swallow and just do it because there's no other way around it. And so yeah, and you, I think you become quite fearful as well. Sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Um, what people will think and people will say about you. And um, but actually, I found it works the opposite way. I was scared thinking people were going to yeah say negative things or like talk bad. But when I did, it was it was like the good traction that I got there. And I think that that's where your limiting beliefs start to kick in, where you think it's always going to be a negative reaction to something when really you do actually get such a positive reaction from doing those things. Yeah. And do you ever find there's negative? I always say, and I should have laughed, but touch wood, I have never had any negative comments on social media which is literally unheard of because yeah you can imagine somebody putting open pictures about severe cystic acne on instagram you can imagine that a lot of people get a negative backlash but i honestly hand on heart and again touch wood because i've not had it yet i've never had any negativity on social media at all that's brilliant that's brilliant really you going to do and I because I don't know I'll, I'll admit to this are you going to do more on TikTok now I'm not on TikTok yeah I don't think I want to be a TikTok. I know I think it's just a space I'm a little bit fearful of and it's probably again I was fearful when I started Instagram so it's just very very similar situations but for me now it's the timing the timing that I just don't have to put into another social media platform I think if I had somebody working alongside me potentially but I'm, I don't know, because people say to me all the time, like TikTok, there's so much misinformation out there. You would be really good, like a space that is holding like actual true information. But yeah, for me, it's the time of TikTok and yeah. I am very resistant against starting it. It scares me. <laughs> like it is, it's, I think it's because say, for example, your profile will have your followers, whereas TikTok will reach out to everyone. And that's where there's more like a chance of a kickback and stuff like that. But the thing with TikTok is, is it is becoming a search platform. It is passing out Google for search. Like it's actually ranked now higher for search on the Internet than Google is. So it is the future. Like for me, I'm like, I'm too old. I'm past it. Like it has to be like, so you know. like when the parents with Facebook you know when Instagram they were like no no I'll stick to Facebook yeah I'll stick to Instagram yeah no I think I'm literally in the same mindset as well I think TikTok will keep it for the yeah under 30s yeah (laughs) so how so when you were setting up what did you find challenging then like doing the setup getting getting a place to rent out of building the clientele choosing the treatment so what were the challenges with it I think it's finding the clientele, even though I obviously had that platform. I think what comes with the territory of having a big platform like that is people actually think that you're really, really busy and they're not going to get a chance to actually speak to you or get an appointment with you. And really, that number on social media means absolutely nothing. That number on social media doesn't pay the bills. So I found the difficulty in that people like just assumed like, oh, I'm I'm never going to be able to get in with you. What's your wait list? What's this? What's that? What's the other? Yeah, um, but the the renting a space came quite easily because where I used 
we studio makeup in the salon that I used to do makeup in. That's where I started to rent a room from. So again, it was just a really easy transition from going to doing the makeup to doing the skin. But it was always something that I built up. It was something that I used to just do the skin for a couple of days, build those days up until I was able to do it um, full time. But yeah, it was it was getting the clients. That was probably the biggest challenge. And I still feel like everyone struggles with getting clients now. You through peaks and troughs of busier times and more quiet times. But yeah, I do feel like that number of social media actually worked sometimes to my detriment when it was trying to find that clientele. Yeah, I do get that because even say for some say if I wanted a service like someone who was offering a marketing strategy and you'd see these companies that would have a huge following and you'd be like straight away it'd be like well there's no point in contacting them they're going to be a fortune and there's going to be a huge wait list and they won't have time and blah 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 and I actually did and they were actually available you know so it is that kind of there there's pluses and minuses to everything with it and obviously having that huge following is is going to be it'll affect it a little bit but at least you've great branding with it as well and exactly and i think as well with instagram yeah that number's there but actually that number of, of people from all over the world so they're not all local people so again yeah. struggling to find clientele that are actually clientele that are local to me that can actually come to where I am based yeah as opposed to having these thousands of followers dotted all of, around the world yeah 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 I understand they're not going to be traveling from Africa to like do you know to come <laughs> <laughs> and so when you started setting up then you've started building your business and everything how do you find the trend is at the moment like how do you find the clients that are coming in at the moment you know is it do you find that it's merely it's mainly acne and aging or are you just getting generally that people want to maintain how are people kind of in in regular day-to-day -day coming into you yeah well obviously because people know me as somebody to help with their acne and it's the maintenance of clients that i've had for over the years now that have obviously improved their acne new clients that obviously have the actual active cystic acne and then yeah people that are wanting like scar revision for example so again they've tried they treated their acne acne's under control and it's small sessions of micro needling that's helping with the pigmentation and the scarring that's been left afterwards and which device are you using for skin needling the skin pen okay 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 good because it's the same thing again people want to know new brands and they want to know different brands and like with needling there's only two there's exceed and skin pen and my you know there's there's many many more but like those are the two that like i would i would class as kind of top end range and so you started then doing the education the courses so for the specializing in acne and teaching people about more about acne so how did that come about yeah, so it's actually launching in January, so I've not started the actual course just yet. It's kind of in, in the process, but yeah, the launch date is the 8th of January for that. But because I'd come into this holistic space and I'd built a really good online presence in terms of not just treating people um, physically in clinic with treatments, but starting a 12-week program with clients where I'm kind of coaching them and mentoring them along, like teaching them about the lifestyle side, the diet side, supplementation, and things like that. I had so many messages from other skin practitioners, like where did you train? How did you learn to do what you were doing? Yeah. But because I had kind of outsourced so much and thought outside the box and trained to a level that I don't necessarily feel like everybody just wanting to treat acne needs to 
do. That's when I thought, okay, there's obviously a gap in the market here where other skin practitioners about the information that I know and the knowledge that I have in order for them to kind of bridge that gap between doing a treatment and referring clients out to other people, even like GPs and dermatologists, when they can keep that client on their book and still get a really, really good result with them. So that's when, yeah, I started getting everything that's up here in my brain and getting it onto uh, like seminars and uh, building it up that way gradually to a point where I was like, right, okay, I feel quite confident enough to say that I'll now be able to have enough content there to guide and help and support and um, coach other skin practitioners. Okay, so tell me a bit of an overview of what the course is going to include then for anyone that's like thinking. So it's going to be a, a course over six months. Um, it's got an online um, portal, so you log in and all the seminars are on there, which is a breakdown of basically everything I feel is something that's important and coincides with why people have it. So all the hormonal side of things, the gut health side, nutrition, supplementation, looking into the depth of each hormone as well. So that's really the biggest um, like chapter, shall we say, of, of the course, um, where it's breaking down what oestrogen is how oestrogen is detoxified in the body, what testosterone is, what DHEA is, all these different types of hormones. Um, So that's something that the students will be able to learn at their own pace. They log on online, maybe do an hour or two a week um, and learn that education. There's also going to be a Monday call, which is like the mentoring and coaching side of the course, which is where I would like the students to bring client challenges because obviously people are working in the industry if you say have a client that you're really struggling with it's quite a complex case you've tried the course of treatments with facials and you're still not getting anywhere if you bring those client challenges to that monday call i'm able to kind of guide you to the next steps ask the lady this ask the gentleman this find out this find out that so that you can actually put the information into practice because i feel like with a lot of courses that i've done in the past it's like you're over with like information and it's so overwhelming and you go away and you think I've learned so much but you're still like how the hell do I put this into this like I don't even know where to even start like what questions should I be asking and those types of things so the Monday call essentially is for that mentoring side of it so I can help support the students put what they're learning on the online stuff into actual practice and I'll be going through case studies as well, using my own clients as um, examples. So how I went from this before to this after and how I helped that specific client. Um, there'll be like um, a Facebook group as well, which helps to give extra support to, again, the students if it's not on Monday and they need to ask a question on the Wednesday. So, yeah, spread out over six months. So I want those students leaving to feel super confident with what they've learned and how they can actually put that into practice as well. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds really good, especially when you're like specifically focusing on one subject, because it can be a bit like so much pigmentation, acne, aging, rosacea, veins, blah, blah, sensitivity, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, now I can just focus on one thing, get that right, learn it properly, learn it inside out, have someone support me the whole time. So yeah, it's a really good idea for people to kind of go and do that and specialize it, especially because there are issues with like nowadays between food and stress and that acne is like, acne is quite predominant. Like I would remember it not being as much when I was like 19, 20. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's like learning 
in like every little bit of a trigger that potentially could be that yeah and giving the students as well confidence because some of the students might already have a lot of information but they might not feel confident actually implementing that as well which as i say is i think a really really important part of the process like you can literally know everything but how you put that into practice with a, a client you might feel yeah really really unstable about doing something like that yeah 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 yeah, exactly and so finishing off what advice would you give someone who's coming into this industry i think try and make a presence for yourself on social media because it definitely helps but do it in a way that is organic to you whether that is something you want to dig into and tap into a bit more of a niche if you've had your own experience if you're of a certain age and anti-aging is something that's more interesting to you or pigmentation all these different types of concerns maybe pick a niche and really specialize in it because then you'll be known for that person that helps with pigmentation or you'll be known for that person that helps with eczema or acne or whatever that is and um, obviously somebody coming into the industry it might take a while to find what you actually like doing um, and that's why making a presence on social media and seeing what traction you get from different posts might push you down like one avenue of what you you want your niche to be in but be confident like it's always going to be a bit of a rocky road nobody ever is fully booked within their first week and nobody's fully booked within their first year so just don't ever give up because there's going to be times where it's quiet there's going to be times when it's really really busy but that's where you have to be the most consistent yeah exactly exactly very good advice (laughs) okay well thank you so much for joining us today and all of that information and i'm sure everyone will love how much knowledge you have and how much you've given information for them yeah thank you for having me no worries